the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. All right, so uh, what's what's going on, man? What's new? Not much. Just, uh, fuck. I started going to college for, uh, for like, restoration and stuff because I'm a maintenance tech. So, like, started doing that, but it's a fucking pain in the ass because classes are on Saturdays. I have to wake up, like, Six in the morning, I fucking get home at like one. No, I get home at like one thirty, two in the morning. So I'm right. four hours of sleep when I go. Did you say refrigeration? Uh, say that again. When you said you were going to college for, and then I, I I lost that word. You said whatever that word was, refrigeration or whatever. Yeah, ref, like ref, yeah, refrigeration, HVAC. Okay, that's what so, I thought you said. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's fucking rough, man. Yeah, but you know what? Today was actually pretty cool. Our teacher's a little weird. Uh, today he presented us with a game. He made, like, a Monopoly game Uh-oh. out of, like, being an HVAC tech and, like, taking on clients and shit. Believe it or not, it was actually pretty fucking interesting. Yeah, it worked but, then, uh, right? It, yeah, it, yeah it, it worked. And, like, the questions were just, like, you know, what tank is, like, uh like uh like r134a and all this other stuff like mm. it was it was cool it was interesting but it was kind of fucking weird to be like nobody would play this fucking game other than people <laughs> that were obviously in the industry so it was, it was, so, like, it was a cool <laughs> idea but like pointless you get what i mean yeah so what in the hvac world what the fuck is boardwalk and park please <laughs> um shit that's a good question uh one of the one of the last ones was Disneyland, and oh yeah, the the weird thing, well the the interesting thing was like, like let's say you take on like a Baskin Robbins, and then you leave your business card at another Baskin Robbins. If you take over those two Baskin Robbins, you take over the three Baskin Robbins that are on the board. So you own that franchise. Like they turn to you and you only. So that while there's only three places that are franchises the rest of them are just like you know like Knott's Berry Farm which is a service call and yeah. fucking like uh, whatever Burger King which is a service <laughs> call and shit like that this dude got but time it, on his hands that's what I'm fucking saying <laughs> what's like, going on at that made, dude's house man he made fake money he had get the fuck out of here legit really? I swear to god dude fucking and he had like a legit like big old fucking piece of paper which was the the board game he had fucking questions that he printed up he had jesus uh, little tiny like your business cards were the color of like your fucking matchbox card so he went and bought like red matchbox card goes with your like little not styrofoam what's that shit like your kids glue their name on the piece of papers it's kind of soft and it says like it has a whole bunch of letters and i don't know what the fuck that is oh it's like that fucking um like that felt paper? Yeah, or like, yeah, uh, yeah, because it's not styrofoam. It's like I fucking I can't even describe it. But like he ha- he cut little cubes out and they look like they're like the color quote unquote of your business card, and that's how you know it's yours and shit. This yeah, a, this guy he's I, the type of dude that you're gonna find like his fucking landlord, like in in a crawl space in his house bones. Yeah, or his wife and kids, man. Because he no, nah, he family. doesn't. He don't. He don't got no wife or kids. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> he's got too much free time for that shit. <laughs> he's li- that, 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 
that woman in the window rocking back and forth with the fucking corpse is just him dressing <laughs> up walking around talking to Yeah, him. and you know it too. Because no, nobody with wife or kids has got time to make a whole game of Monopoly based around HVAC. You know what? You, you might be fucking right, Mike. You might be right. This guy, is he's, he's interesting. He's fucking interesting. Even like the first day I met him, like, he, we were talking he was saying some shit and you know me with like music and shit like i'll correct you so this, this guy started yeah. talking about youtube and i'm like i go you're wrong like he's like oh you know in order to go to a youtube concert you know you got to stand three days at the arena to get up front if you want to be at the front of the stage nowadays i'm like that's not true i have a friend that's fucking half blind and he made it all the way to the front he's like when's the last time you saw youtube i was like when they just did their fucking joshua tour Hmm. And he got mad that I was, like, correcting him on shit. Oh, he didn't like that, and huh? Like, well, oh, hell no. What do you know about YouTube? I couldn't tell if it was racist that he was, like, this little Mexican doesn't probably listen to rap or pinchy paisa music. But I was <laughs> like, dude, I fucking, I, I, I'm like, man, I know fucking YouTube, bro. Like, boy, fucking war, Wait, he's, all that He's shit. a white guy? Yeah, he's a white guy. Bald white guy. Oh, he's definitely a murderer. Oh yeah, he's, he's definitely <laughs> he's fitting the fucking description more and more. Bold white guy, definitely. Did I did I just make myself made? Is he fucking coming after me now that I did all this shit? Yo, yeah, you know he's got fucking oh, he's got God little cards and all the students like little fucking <laughs> info cards. Turn on the back, it's got your age, your height, fucking street address. Yeah, you're doomed, bro. <laughs> And because I'm fucking short, too, he's, like, easiest target to take down. <laughs> oh, he'll fit perfect in my oven. Yeah, bro. <laughs> these fucking... Some of these people, yo, I, I, gotta, I gotta tell you, a good friend of mine, he oh he, he just fits the... Dis- uh, I haven't seen him in a while, but he fits the description of one of these type of people. He's, like, a overweight, bald guy with glasses who walks around the neighborhood. It's like, yo, this dude is destined to be murdering somebody. Some people just fit did that description. Say, did you say he was your friend, though, Mike? Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen him in a while, but he's still my friend. He, I haven't seen him in a while because we got in a fight, but yeah, he's my friend. I was going to be like, you mean he's on the run? Or like, <laughs> what does that say about you, Mike? Too? You're like, yeah, my buddy, he looks like a serial killer. It's like, why are you hanging out with him? That's not important, but, but, but he's more, he, he looks like a fucking serial killer. <laughs> he looks more le- less like a serial killer and more like some dude who's like driving around in a red van who's abduct- abducting like young girls. Shit. He's like, I got some free puppies in the van. Why don't you come on over here and grab one? <laughs> Yo, did you ever see that movie? I just watched it recently. Uh, Prisoners? No. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Oh, that's a good movie. I, I caught it by accident. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's about just people abducting people, <laughs> pretty much. I'm trying to make it out to the movie to, to watch A Quiet Place. Have you heard anything about A Quiet Place? Uh, I haven't looked at the reviews and stuff. Uh, I mean, it looks interesting. I'm sure on the next Attention Deficit Order, he'll fucking talk about it because that dude sees everything. That's where I get my movie reviews from because that dude sees everything. So I probably... Um, you know... Yeah, you know, the weird thing is is that, like, I'm noticing now more and more people that can't make it out to the fucking movies, they start listening to podcasts. I had somebody, uh, when I went to WonderCon recently with Comics After Dark, uh, somebody stopped me, and I was like, and they're they're a fan of the podcast and shit. 
And I'm like, so what comics are you reading? And the guy's like, oh, I don't read comics. I just listen to your podcast just to get caught up with all the all the stuff that's happening in, in comics right now. And I kind of looked at him like, fuck. And then I started listening to uh, Fearcast, and fucking Fear is always, like, reviewing movies and shit. And I think I am at that point, dude, that, like, I can't make it to the fucking movies every month, every it's other tough. month. It's like, Yeah, it's tough. It really is. Plus, if if I end up if I actually end up going to the theater, I'll pass out right in that motherfucker. Cause you know how they got <laughs> they feed you candy and put you in a recliner. You know it's <laughs> yo popcorn and fruit punch or, or whatever. <laughs> pass the fuck out. You get some fucking diabetes from it while being in there. They give you the insulin. You'll be fine. Just take a nap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how that's how they get Don't you. Because you got to fucking come yeah. back and watch it again. So they got your money twice. <laughs> that's how they get you. I haven't actually. I don't even it's know fun. what the last fucking movie I saw in the theater was. The last movie I saw in the theater was The Last Jedi. I think that was in December. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yep, yep. Did you like that? Nah, I thought it was a big hunk of crap. See, I like it more. More, I've I've watched it about at least five times, and I've watched it. I the more I watch it, the more I like it. Uh, that whole Finn Rose side story was fucking retarded. <laughs> that that they just have to yeah, cut that will, shit out. It was uh, the only reason it was there was to set up at the very end that that fucking kid that like they didn't say. And I mean, it, it, I don't know, dude. It was just it was a weird, funky movie. It didn't feel like a Star Wars movie to me when I watched it. It just felt like this. I don't know. It just it, it didn't feel good to me. I didn't want to. Re- I didn't feel like everybody keeps saying it too. The more you watch it, the more you man. If I have to go and fucking watch it again to enjoy it, it's not a good movie like it just doesn't work that way if it catches you the first time you watch it and you fucking love it you're gonna love it for the rest of your life man like uh i just i can't i can't dude i it's a maybe, good it's a perfect like uh, second movie like it's it's a good it's a good um stepping stone to get to the third one in the trilogy it did what it had that, to do dude, it throws out everything from the first movie man but all those it things from the spits the, in your face the entire fucking time. See, that's why I like it, because it was like, yo, fuck what you heard, fuck what you think. This is this is what this it, is. Like I like nah, that shit. Fuck that. That's yeah, like I like the, that. You keep going. You keep going back to the two dollar whore that fucking treats you like shit. But she's the only one you could fucking pay for, so that's why you keep going. That's what it fucking felt like in that movie, dude. It was just kept spitting you in the face and you're like i need to watch it because it's star wars I, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah i appreciate yeah. it for its yo fuck the fan kind of approach but why would you make but it fucking makes no sense man like like it it's supposed to at least not do fan servicing but at least drive it down a a good route and answer all the questions that fucking everybody's been answering. Is it supposed to do that? Is it supposed to answer questions? Fuck yeah, it is. Fuck yeah, it is. This is a fucking like, this is a worldwide phenomenon movie, dude. This is something, this was like the fucking Beatles of movies, bro. Like Star Wars was breaking records back in the day. Even when they brought back those shitty fucking like one, two and three, which are, now I guess okay, but even then, no, like, they, they I was still a fucking suck. kid. So, it, so to me, it was like you know, Anakin, fucking little kid, pod racing. That could be me one day. But yeah. you know, obviously, later on in life, it was like that's trash. 
But even then, at least those were like fucking. They they, they went down a certain route and nobody liked it. And then fucking JJ came back and brought Force Awakens. And Force Awakens was, here, let me give you a complete ode to Star Wars. This is what you guys love from Star Wars. And then to flip it the way that fucking Last Jedi did, it was just, it was too much, man. If they would have answered who, who Ray's parents were, if they wouldn't have made it a fucking slow car chase in space. That's I fucking mean, stupid. There was that's what it is though, dude. It's a slow car chase in space, dude. Yeah, that's that was all fucking retarded. If you really think about it, yeah. But even then, like, I liked other things. Like when you watch, uh, it had little odes or little like Easter eggs in this in the Last Jedi that were cool. I liked the idea of like, man, dude, like the rebellion was almost destroyed to what, like maybe twenty people that could fit on the Millennium Falcon, which the fucking rest of the ships were just motherfuckers dying left and right. So that was cool. Finally seeing a shit ton of death. And even then, if you look to um, Rogue One, while that while uh, that one chick, uh, Jane Oso, is fucking pulling out all those uh, files uh, in the middle of that fucking planet that they're on yeah. to get the Death Star plans, they, she actually mentions that there's a light speed tracker that the Imperial Army was fucking trying to trying to use and trying to fucking implement and figure out so to find that out later on that was cool but i mean dude like it it felt like a snooze fest man did did you can you really sit through it and completely enjoy it for the two and a, two hours and 45 minutes it is yeah i watched it four times uh I'm no i watched watch, it like, yeah i watched it twice in the theater and i watched it about three times now it's now that it's like out so yeah, I watch because it's just it's Star Wars. It's it's entertaining. It's it is what it is. You know, I just a couple of things of it always bother me, like the um, like uh, I, who was it now? The car chase. Who's, no, who was the bad guys again? What are they called? The First Order. Snoke. Right? Oh, the First Order. Yeah. Yeah, they're um, <laughs> they're all white. Like they're all white guys. Yeah, that's because they're they're fucking they're like. They're like little Hitler people, dude. That's what that's what the Imperial Army was supposed to be. Cause, uh, you yeah, find but, that out with, uh, but the rebels were white too. Yeah, I mean, you got one black. You <laughs> we got can't get no white. He- Yo, can I get just a white guy hero again? No, I mean, isn't isn't Luke a white guy hero? I mean, he was. And, now, and oh, oh, we got what we got? Ray? Uh, what, what? Ray's the the? Oh, she's not even American. Just let me get an old school. Well, yo, let me get Rambo. What the fuck is Amer? What the fuck is American in space, bro? <laughs> yo, let me get a fucking like a Han Solo motherfucker now. You know what I'm saying? Like a Rambo, a fucking Rocky. That's your that's your that's your, that's your Poe Dameron, dude. Yeah, nah, he's fucking. He's, oh, he's a Mexican. He isn't. I thought he was Italian. No, nah, he's no, nah, he's not Mexican. But he's he's some kind of Hispanic. Uh, but I don't, know, I don't like oh, to no, just. We don't want him. We don't want him. You can take him. We don't want him. <laughs> just don't. Just don't involve the. Just don't do the political correct shit. That's what I don't like. The political correctness shit invading my movies like Spider Man Homecoming, and fucking Star Wars. All the white guys are the bad people. I I get it. You know, it's fucking. It's I don't know. But I. But entertained me. It was entertaining. But aren't you Italian? Yeah, half Italian. Half Italian, half what? Mexican. You knew this, oh, man. Come the fuck on. Come the fuck on, Mike. 
You knew that. Come on. <laughs> Come on, bro. You tell me you didn't know that after all these years? Man, you're double hatred on both sides, brother. <laughs> like, like, you ain't wanted by the whites in both fucking ways. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm, I'm a white guy. Nah, bro. Come on. Come I mean, on. I'm not like... The Italians like the, like... The, like, fucking, like, they were just a step above the Irish when it came to fucking, like... Well, I mean, we're, we, we're going back to the 20s. We're, we're going back to the 20s. I'm, I mean, I'm not, like, a white guy. Like, I don't... Fuck, I'm not a member of a golf cl- club or nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Although I would I would pay good money to see you as a member of the, of the golf club, dude. I'd pay good fucking money to see that. You got me walking around with, like, fucking pink slacks and a Sweater white belt? Sweater vest and shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Some and white loafers. Hat, slightly tilted and shit. <laughs> That's some bullshit. <laughs> fucking legends of Bagger Vance status, dude. I'd pay good fucking money to see that shit, Mike. The legend of Bagger uh, Vance. Wow. Pulling out fucking obscure hey. Matt Damon movies. Hey, hey, it's the only. Hey, it was either that or Billy Madison, bro. Like, I really don't know any other golf movies. Dude, Man, Caddyshack, bro. Any other one? Oh, all right, fine, fair enough. Well, that's a comedy. I was trying to go with a little seriousness. That's uh, like be like naming a football movie and be like, The Longest Yard? Fucking amazing. You're like, no, Dick, Rudy. Why the fuck would you go with The Longest Yard? Good football movie. Well, hold on, hold on. Longest Yard, Burt Reynolds, not Adam Sandler, right? Wait, what? Longest Yard with Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, Adam Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the new one, not the original. Not the original, the new one, the comedy. Yes. Right. Why? I've never seen the original. Neither have I, but I know the original started was Burt Reynolds, and I don't think it's a, supposed to be a comedy. I I thought it was a little bit of a comedy. I thought it had, like, dry humor in it. Yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah, who the f- I don't know. I haven't seen it, but who the fuck, who the fuck knows? But You know what's funny, Mike? Now that you said all this political correct stuff, I was just watching today. And every time I watch it, I think about it, I go, in this fucking day and age, there's no way this any type of movie like this could be made. It could only be back in the day because everybody's all fucking PC as hell. Blazing Saddles. And that is still one of the fucking funniest movies I've ever seen. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a great fucking movie. <coughs> Excuse me. And fucking, it, there's no way that movie would have been made now, but, you know, Richard Pryor wrote half of that shit, too. So it's like all the fucking. Yeah, he was supposed to be the fucking sheriff. Right, right. So that shit, like you know, all the nigger stuff. It's like all oh, racist, racist. But Richard Pryor wrote half that shit, and it's fucking hilarious. Man, still the best scene is you fellas towards the black guy. Where the white women at? I'm like, yes, fuck yeah. <laughs> There's so many lines in that movie. I wish I could remember one. Oh God, dude! Oh, are you fucking kidding me? There's racist uh, shit about the ra- Chinese, about the blacks. It's great. Oh hell, Jews. Yeah. There's, there's fucking jokes about yeah everything, everything. The fucking mayor's corrupt and he's just fucking the secretary the whole time. Dude, it's fucking great. I love, I love Mel Brooks. Dude. I don't know. I, I, they um they didn't end it well though. I don't. I hate the way that movie ended. Oh, uh, like the fourth wall being broken? And yeah, shit. I didn't like that at all. I thought, I mean, how the fuck else are you going to end that movie, dude? It's pretty fucking outrageous. It's it's definitely out there, but I definitely didn't like the ending when they came through the movie theater and shit. <laughs> I thought I thought it was stupid that they did it, but, but I didn't mind it either. I mean, it, like I said, it was already such an over-the-top movie. 
Might as well fucking drive down there. Dude, even like fart humor in it, dude. They're fucking eating baked beans and just ripping ass the whole fucking time. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, might have been the movie that started the bean fart jokes. Is it? That might have been the first time people were like, yo, beans make us fart when we put it on farting screen. Farting's okay, dude. Let's laugh about fucking farting, dude. Farting is always funny. Fucking yeah, fats. I almost, almost shit. I, t- I, t- I don't know if you were recording that, but I almost shit myself going to get my fucking headphones to record right now. I was like, literally stood in front of my car and I'm like, I think it's a fart. <laughs> I fucking hope this is a fart. And I did it and it came out just nasty. And I was like, all right, <laughs> it's a fart. Like, like, I took that fucking risk. And I'm not going to lie, Mike, the older I'm getting, the scarier those risks are, bro. Yeah, you got to watch that shit. <laughs> yeah, some of those got a little fucking extra pinch at the end, dude. And you're like, oh, nope. I shit my pants a couple times when I used to drink. Especially when I used to drink. A couple times shit my pants. Oh, shit. Nah. Never while I was drinking. I, I, I never shit or piss myself when I drank. I mean, I had the beer shits the next day like a motherfucker sometimes. Oh, those Guinness shits. Oh, I used to drink a lot of Guinness. Oh. That shit came... Yeah, the next day it was like, what the fuck? Yeah, we still insisted on fucking drink. Well, now I, uh, I drink like... I've had like, I think... I had three beers recently. I couldn't do IPAs anymore. I just had three fucking normal lager beers. And after that, I was like, I'm done. I don't fucking... I don't need this shit. And then even after, even like after an hour or two of buzz, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I don't even want this buzz. I'm just going to go to bed. Yeah, it's, know. you know, it's, there's no real up to drinking. There's no real upside. What's the, like, you feel like shit the next day. Nothing gets done. You can't drive anywhere. You fucking, you get all fucking, uh, what do they say? Uh, you do shit you normally wouldn't do. What do they call that? You, inhib- you lose your inhibitions or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no upside, you know? It's fucking stupid, really. Liver I mean, fucking, your liver liver failure after a while. It's fucking stupid. I wouldn't mind weed, dude. Weed's, I mean, like, I've actually been to, not, I haven't smoked weed, but, like, I go to the dispensary to pick up for my fucking friends. Like, they're busy, or, like, uh, Dan Fogler fucking came over from, uh, from uh, WonderCon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I went and I picked him up some fucking weed. And, uh, dude, just standing in there, I got contact in these fucking dispensaries because they're smoking inside of it and shit. Yeah, but weed's then, good. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind weed. Would not mind weed. Yeah, I think, at, you at know. At least that shit, you it, know. If I didn't get drug tested, I would probably be smoking weed. <laughs> you know? Hey, don't make it legal in New York. Don't worry. It's almost there, really. I'm, I'm sure. It's almost fucking legal everywhere at this point. And, I mean... Look, I don't support weed, but at the same time, like, I've never seen anybody fucking fight over weed. I've never seen anybody fucking... Fucking murder a family, plow through a family in their car. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? dude. If they're high, they're like, I think I'm too close to this family, man. Should I just put it in reverse a little bit? Yeah. Like, like you're over fucking paranoid when you're weed. But yeah, dude, it's like, it. it's just... And the science behind it, I don't want to fucking go into it, but I... It seems like if I'm going to fucking lead towards something, it'd, it'd probably be. And even now, they, they have it almost to a fucking T with the science between indica and sativa. Yeah, all that shit, yeah. Fucking hybrid. Yeah, it's not how it is back in the day. What is this? It's, uh, 
Acapulco Gold, and you don't know it's weed. <laughs> made right? that shit up. <laughs> no, man, that's in all the fucking movies, dude. Fucking no, I know that's Sean, from, that's from Up in Smoke. No, what I'm yeah, saying, yeah, what, what, no, what I mean is the people with their names would make it up. Like, oh, hell yeah. they would just make this shit up, like the names. Yeah, I know I Acapulco Gold from fucking <laughs> Up in Smoke, bro. It's one of my favorite movies. Oh, man, I used to, I watched that movie like crazy when I was in fucking high school. My dad actually gave me uh, the record uh, Los Cochinos. Did that have the big bamboo on it? That had the, that was them in the car, and when you slipped the, um, Slip the record sleeve. Hold on, hold on. I lost. Had like a whole bunch of weed and shit. Shit. Yo, you did. Wait, what? Fucking microphone. Yeah. I can. Yeah, fucking yeah. microphone's getting old. It's like if if I if I move the wrong way, it fucks up. <laughs> All right, go ahead, go ahead, man. We're back. I fuck. I I, I oh uh, man, I remember. Uh, I remember uh, recently, dude, like, oh, yeah, so that's what that's what I was talking about. Uh, the, yeah, the Los Cochinos album, it has them on uh, in a bus, and you fucking slip it out, and, like, it shows the inside of their bus. And that was the that was the first time they introduced the character uh, Officer Stadenko. Oh, yeah, Lardes. Yeah, yeah the class, class, I'd like to introduce Officer Stadenko. No. Hi, uh, miss, uh, I'm going to... Uh, pass around this uh, marijuana so uh, you guys could go ahead and uh, uh, see what uh, marijuana looks like. And then fucking at the end. Hey, man, I heard uh, if uh, you report somebody, the, you get a reward or something? Uh, yes, that is uh, correct. Hey, man, I want to report Billy, man. Hey, fucker, why he reporting me? <laughs> hey, you sold me some shit. That shit didn't even get me lit. You fucking oregano, you idiot. You put it in your stoop. <laughs> hey, fuck you. And they start fighting shit, dude. I love that one. They have the they have the skit where uh, they try to sneak people into the fucking into the drive-in and they put them in the trunk, but uh, some shit happens where they fucking break off the key. So they're trying to they're trying to go get a fucking crowbar in the drive-in to fucking get it open, dude. And like Cheech is pissing on the back of the fucking hood. He's like, "Hey, straight got the dogs out here, man!" And fucking they're 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 like knocking. And they're screaming. They're like, "Man, we can't hear you!" And they stop knocking. They're like, "Oh, they must have fell asleep, man!" And they just get in their car to watch the rest of the fucking movie. This, dude. They're fucking they're still, still doing it too. Yeah, but, uh, but uh, are they still doing like? Are they doing new shit? I don't know what they're doing. They're um, they're done tour. I know. I don't know what they're doing. I, know, I didn't see it, but uh, did you ever see uh, getting dug with high when? Uh, they were both on it, smoking weed and shit? Nah. Do you know what that is, Getting Doug with High? Yeah, it's well, one of Doug Benson's podcasts, right? Yeah, I ran into that fucker at, uh, at Comic-Con, dude. That guy was fucking high as a kite. Yeah, Cheech was smoking too? Yeah, no, uh, Cheech, I, I think Cheech said, I think Cheech was gonna, no, you know what? I think Cheech was smoking, and Chong wasn't. And I think oh, the wow. the reason behind it was, uh, he said something about, like, I'm Ass getting cancer. fucking tired of... No, imagine. Uh, that suppository showed up his ass, though, supposedly cured it. Yeah, but, and then that uh, shit came said, back. <laughs> oh, shit, did it? Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's... Uh, yeah. well, I guess that weed up his ass is kind of pointless. But uh, he said he was tired of people, like, giving weed... Uh, 
a bad rap and that he didn't want to he didn't want to uh, he wants to show that like you could quit at any time so he stopped smoking weed for like x amount of time so that's why he wasn't smoking that particular that particular time on uh, on Doug Benson's uh, show but it was cool I, I, I saw the one where Jack Black. Did you see the one where Jack Black freaks out? Like, when he got like high, and he's not. He doesn't usually smoke, and he got high. He got he fucking got paranoid. Yeah, dude. He fucking. He left early, dude. He just sat there, and he was like, "I need to go. I need to leave." And they're like, "Uh, okay." <laughs> and he fucking. He boogied on out, dude. That's that's that moment, dude, where you know, you create that fucking character and that persona and. It's gonna fucking follow you, and that's exactly what happened when it fucking bit him in the ass, bro. Wait, did they like fog out the studio or something? Like, well, how did he get high? He smoked. Oh, he was smoking. Yeah, he smoked, and he said that he uh, that he. I think he said he doesn't normally smoke or something. He only took a few hits too. I think maybe two or three at the most. But yeah, he got fucking. He got really sketched out and really paranoid, and he fucking he boogied on out like really fucking early into the show. I think he made it like maybe 25 or 30 minutes in at most. Oh, they probably had that strong shit though, the real good shit. Yeah, but even then, like, come on, man. Like, if you're having a conversation and you're high, most of the time you're zoned out on the conversation and you're not fucking thinking about other bullshit because you can barely concentrate while you're high as it is. Yeah, I don't even know if I could smoke that new shit now. If I smoke some of that shit they got out there now, I'll probably just like fucking... Go like lay down in comatose, just be fucking staring nah. at the wall. Nah, dude, because now they have it in different levels, man. So like, Blue Dream is like the chronic of like weed and shit. And then you, you know, there's fucking like the the you know if you're smoking like Gorilla Glue or OG fucking like Kush and shit like that. Yeah, maybe because that the THC content in, in that is fucking high. But if you're doing like your research, man, they have shit that's the equivalent of chronic. You know how chronic really got its name? On Not a fucking idea. All right, so check this out. So they were uh, Snoop and his boys were hanging out, right? Get and, the fuck out! And here. and his white, <laughs> this white guy was selling them hydroponic. It was they was they were selling them the hydroponic shit, and they they didn't know how to say hydroponic, so they called it hydrochronic. So then hydrochronic just turned into chronic. That's a true story. That's not fucking true. Yo, Snoop said it himself, man. Watch, um, man. watch, um, that show on HBO, which was a great show. Mini, little mini series, um, The Defiant Ones. He said that in there? Because I watched that shit. I don't remember that. Yeah, man. Yeah, check it out. Definitely, yep. Yeah, The Defiant Ones. That was the one, uh, is that the one with, uh, Jimmy Iovine and, uh, and Dr. Dre? Yeah, man. I don't remember. I'll have to rewatch it. I don't remember that. Yeah, because that was a great fucking documentary. I saw that. I was like, yo, that's. I've been fucking. That Chronic album came out like 30 years ago or some some crazy shit. I'm just hearing about this now. It did. You know what I just heard recently? Supposedly, um, the original Dog Pound fucking Little Bow Wow was in that shit. That's definitely not true (laughs) because the original Dog Pound was before the Chronic album came out. And for little Bow Wow was like fucking three. Yeah, well, that was the thing is that when uh, I guess when when Suge was giving out all the dog pound chain, that's how he that's how little Bow Wow got his name was 
like they were fucking giving out the chains and he gave one to little bow wow so i guess that meant like you know it's kind of like the whole like west coast connection you had to have that fucking west coast chain and, and you were technically in yeah that right little click or yeah so i guess it was some bullshit like that and he claims it dude he's like fucking look it up do the research you'll read it he's whose like, son I is he there. I would uh i don't i suppose i can't tell if it's like i thought like, he was like a south guy's son or something I thought he was I thought he was Snoop Dogg's nephew, but I don't know if he's just referring to him as nephew the same way like No, he calls everyone say, like, nephew. And shit, like, yeah, see the, yeah, exactly. So it's like I'm not quite sure. I thought he was in relations to Snoop Dogg somehow, but I, I really I don't know. That fool is fucking not even in the light anymore. He was part of Young Money and that shit fucking withered away or i don't know what the fuck is happening with that shit yeah i don't know anything about music i don't like nowadays i don't know anything about anything for real like, I, I know mike i fucking i send you shit and you're like nah don't listen to that i'm like all right <laughs> i'm just gonna stop trying now dude <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure you'll come to me with some shit like, man check out slap shot man they got beef with the new york scene and i'm like i thought that was dead years ago but oh I'm yeah like, it I was I won't tell you about the new album. I promise you, Mike. <laughs> I actually came across that dude's apology video actually not too long ago, which was. Uh, so does that mean you're listening to Slapshot now? I still don't like them, nah. But oh, not because of the New York beef thing, just because I never got into their music. And I got like their greatest hits fucking album too. Greatest Man, misses. Slapshot's the shit, dude. They, they just dropped a, a few singles for their new album. I'm gonna pick that shit up. I like Sixteen Valve Hate is a good song. But that's kind of Great about song. it. Ah, fuck it. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, you know what? The next time I come by, uh, what is it? Norman Bates and the Showerheads? I'll, you know, I'll send it your way. <laughs> I found, yo, actually, you know what? I was listening Oh, to my some... God. You found more shit from them. God damn it. <laughs> oh, was that, did that have you on the show and I ended up with that one of their songs? I don't know. I found one. I don't one. know, dude, but it's one of the few bands that you that are reoccurring that you talk about. Yeah, because I found one of their shits on my iPod. One of their songs came onto my iPod, and I didn't even know I had it. And so it was like a brand new song. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, uh, you know, let's talk about this music shit for a second. Oh, yeah. So I was slightly confused. Uh, so All right, so there's a thing going around. There's a thing going around on IG, and I think Facebook is doing it too. Ten, ten albums that influence you. And then you tag okay. someone and say, now you do your 10 albums. So Tin Man tagged me for, for my 10 albums. And I just I ain't got time to sit there and do a whole Instagram thing. Um, so I feel I just talk about it here. And nothing influenced so, me. Real, real quick, though. Is this 10 albums that are influencing me now or 10 albums throughout my entire life? Throughout your life. Shit. See, I only got I, one. I, gotta, I, I only got one. What is it? But first, let me tell you why I only got one. Is because what, what does influence mean? Like I'm not a it musician. Who, I feel like it defines who you are as a person. See, now I got life for that, though. You know. Fair enough. But there is one album that fucking just changed the trajectory of my music listening thing. Um, all right, so seventh grade, this dude Danny handed me a cassette. And it was called New York Hardcore, Where the Wild Things Are. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I looked at this thing and I saw the cover. And I was like, I remember saying to myself, what the fuck is this? It was a bunch of dudes with fucking shaved heads jumping on each other. 
and it said where where the wild things are. I was like, what the fuck is this? I went home, popped it in, read the lyrics as the songs came on, and then I never listened. I just for that point on, metal was like a his metal was like history. I mean, of course, I still listen to Slayer and some old Celtic Frost and Venom and shit. And uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But from that point on, everything changed. So that was that's one album that influenced me. But other than that, I would maybe go with maybe top, my top 10 favorites or my top 10 best yeah, see, or something. That's, so. what I, that's, what I would, that's what I was going down. But I, I think I could go down. I think I could go down generation by generation and see like what my favorite albums were and how they influenced me to turn specific ways i think i could do 10 you're also a musician like too though so you can be like yo this album influenced me to play drums or this album," you know yeah which uh, actually one of the albums i wrote down uh it's called it's by a band called touche more it's a album called parting the sea between brightness and me uh it's like a weird like post hardcore album like it's just really weird and unique sound but what the singer's singing about the entire time on it is basically like recording on the road and being away from his family and his friends and like the dedication you kind of have to do in order to even be in the fucking music scene if you really want to try to try to make it like the sacri- like and then not a lot of people are kind of singing about that in a full entirety and detail. Mm. So that's definitely one of those albums that's just like even currently with the band that I'm in now I'm like fuck dude like this album still resonates and still still brings that like shit what happens if I do have to fucking tour? I I have to leave work for a fucking week. Am I allowed to leave work for a week? I got a kid now, dude. Mm -hmm. Can I tour? Am I going to put money into the merchandise? What happens if the tour fucking fails and I don't come back with money? There's just like those those things that the album fucking addresses. And it's really kind of like it opens like the mind to like, fuck, dude, like, is this really what you want to be doing in life? Is your music a hobby or is your music, you know? Right. Do you want it to be your life and your means of income? So mm. yeah, that's a that's a perfect example of, of something something like that, dude. But if you want to go down your your top ten favorites, I mean, I think I don't know. I could fucking I could go either way, whichever way you want. Mike. Yeah, do your favorites. I don't really have a top ten off the top of my head. I could maybe think of a couple, but you know, I'll be missing something. But I mean, you have some like right now off the top of your head that you think are your favorite albums or, or maybe the best. Yeah, I have a. I wrote down actually like current albums that are influencing me like now or like what I'm listening to, like right now heavily in the rotation at my point in time in life. Um, Gorilla Biscuits start today. Mm. There, there's not a fucking week that I don't listen to that album in its entirety, especially when I'm working out. Gets me fucking pumped, and even writing music, I'll just sit there and listen to Gorilla Biscuits for a while and kind of clear the head and be like all right like this is the type of shit i want to sing about i want to drive down this route this very straightforward but like slightly poetic route you know and tell the message and you know some i'm making sure that it sounds fucking hardcore and not too much like like any other thing so gorilla biscuits for sure uh h2o nothing to prove uh i fucking i love h2o mm-hmm. love, i love all that pma shit that uh that Toby sings about, dude. Yeah. He's a really down-to-earth person, too, so I respect him. I've met him a few times, and he's just really nice, very humble. So everything about that album is just 
Really fucking great. Love it. Uh, AFI, Sing the Sorrow. AFI is one of my favorite bands mm-hmm. of, of all time. That album is just fucking dark, and it's got, like, its hard moments, but it has its light moments, and just will forever be in rotation. That was the that was the album that, like, AFI became my band. That was my favorite band. Right. No one can fucking take that away from me. Um, U2 War. Uh, I, I listened to that. I fucking bought it on cassette years ago and just fucking thought it was this great, awesome, like, it, it, it felt like a punk album, but at the same time, it felt like something that came out in the 80s that was around that Joy Division time and era. So I fucking, I love that album. I respect the Is shit. Is that one of their early, early albums? Yeah, that's right before, uh, that's right before Joshua Tree. In fact, it, I think it, it's, fuck, it's, uh, it goes Boy, October, War, Unforgettable Fire, and then uh, Joshua Tree. And then after that, who gives a fuck? Because you two went downhill. And well, you, you don't like uh, pop? Nah, fuck! No, let's not. Come on, dude. Fucking, what is it? Uno, dos, des, catorce, whatever the fuck. No, fuck that <laughs> shit. Anyways, because <laughs> they were still like, they were like technically a punk band like when they first started off. And they were in that punk scene. But that punk scene was also, you know, Joy Division was there, fucking. Sex Pistols and like you know I think that was right off the tail of fucking MC5 and all that so you know there yeah there was you know it was this weird like eclecticness of technically indie bands that you know were were making it but yeah I, I I like I like you two up until Joshua Tree after that I could I could care less um, Foo Fighters Wasting Light that's the it's newer just, one right well not new it's like fucking it's, eight years old by now right. Yeah, Pat Smear just returned to the band, and that's the album that uh, Dave Grohl recorded in his house, in his garage, and the whole band fucking jammed out and did shit. They got the singer of uh, of Bajas to fucking come on. Um, they, It's just, man, if you listen to that album, like, it, I mean, personally for me, it's fucking, it's flawless, dude. It's just a solid fucking, like, rock album and you could tell there's like punk influence in it too they i didn't realize it but uh, after watching a documentary they have the guitarist of no use for a name which is a fucking huge punk band after tony sly died you know he joined fucking food fighters pat smear was part of the fucking germs technically dave Grohl was a punk rocker before he fucking went into nirvana he was doing punk drums Uh, their other drummer was a fucking punk like Everything about them fucking screams punk rock. And even like when you listen to certain songs, you're like, this feels like a fucking very punk rock song. Definitely, yeah. I'm like, so like, dude, that fucking album, like, it's just a fucking phenomenal front to back. There's not one track that fucking lacks on that album. It's great. I might have to Um, check that out now that you said that. Because I actually, that's one band that I actually like. Like, uh, everything they come out, almost everything they come out with, I've liked. Uh, so I might actually look into that album now. Dude, that album's great. And on top of it, they have Butch, uh, this dude from fucking, uh, he's from Garbage, but uh, he he's an amazing producer. He fucking, he produced AFI, he produced Green Day, he produced fucking, uh, fucking Alkaline Chill, like all the big fucking head honcho punk bands, as well as like pop stars and shit. He fucking produced them and he makes them sound fucking amazing. On a on the album Sing the Sorrow, Butch was a part of that recording. Process. Oh, Butch Vig, right? And yeah, exactly. But yeah, exactly, Butch Vig. So, um, 
he he produced uh, Wasting Light and he was there and it was cool too because when they recorded that shit, they recorded it like uh, on uh, they recorded it on tape. They didn't they didn't do digital and the point of that was you get one fucking take and whether that take is perfect or not, it is what it fucking is. So just give it your fucking all once we hit record. Yeah. And the album sound like it just it sounds fucking great. So they went from analog to digital later on and it's just a fucking solid album. Um I already mentioned Touche Mori. Uh Redman, Muddy Waters. God dude. I hate that people aren't talking about Redman more. Fucking amazing rapper. Yeah, even his second album was pretty good too. I played the shit yeah, out of the second album. That's a that's an honorable mention on my list. Uh, uh, Dare is the dark side. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. With whatever, man. Hell yeah, dude. That shit. I think that, that tape was red, right? Was that the red? Did you have the cassette? Yeah. Or? No, I have a. I, I have the CD. That's a, yeah. It's red, and it has a. He's buried. He, it looks like he's buried in the ground, and he's screaming. Yeah, I played the shit out of that tape, man. There was one song dude, in there. Uh, There's one song in there called "Can't Wait." That I fucking just rewound and rewound, and it reminded me of the girl I was banging at the time. That's a good <laughs> album, man. So, and actually, Muddy Waters. I remember when Muddy Waters came out. I heard the first, uh, the first video on MTV, and I was like, "Oh, it's a good song. I should get this album." And I never ever did. You know what? I I listen I listen to Redman's complete discography, and it, it's it's still fucking good. He's actually coming out with Muddy Waters two this year, and I'm fucking excited to not only hear that, but see him in concert, dude. But man. I don't think people fucking give that full enough fucking enough fucking love, man. I he agree. Was, he came out of fucking uh, when uh, what is it? Eric and Parrish making dollars. EMPD. EPMD. Was, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. EPMD. There you go. And uh, I forgot. Was he part of Death Squad or Hit Squad? One of those. One of the squads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just remember. I just know there's two fucking squads. He was part of one. Dude, like, come on, man, like fucking great and nobody's talking about this much this motherfucker is so ghetto he's still living in the same fucking new jersey house he fucking knocked down his fucking little condo walls that motherfucker sleeps on a cot and turned his room into a studio dude so he has a kitchen a studio and a cot that's fucking it bro <laughs> like that's all he fucking does is make music sleep and shit that well, you- dude is fucking amazing yeah he's uh you're right i don't think he does get credit like that i mean I, you know um, his first album i don't really like his first one so much you got a couple bangers on there but you know the second one i really got into and and the third one's good though huh muddy waters fuck yeah muddy water muddy waters is like to me like out of all of them that's the, that's his fucking you know that's his like Ah, fuck. Uh, like, uh, that's his Marshall Mathers LP. That's his, like, his manifesto, his fucking greatest fucking album. And that's why it's coming out with the Muddy Waters, too. Right. Um, Bane, Don't Wait Up, the last album from Bane. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it, 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 that was the album that made me want to con- con- make music and continue making music. Cause just the message, and it was fucking awesome. Just don't wait up, dude. Like, the scene is going to continue on with or without us. So fucking go out and put music and do your thing and remember us. But just know, like, don't fucking wait up. Like, continue this shit. Uh, last, uh, Elliot Smith, XO. Um, I don't that know what that is. My, Elliot Smith was this. He was an indie artist that started off with, like, him and his acoustic. Uh, did you ever see the movie Goodwill, Honey? Yeah. 
the very last song that they play in it, that fucking depressing ass song, that's Elliot Smith. And uh, he apparently uh, he got he got really he got famous amongst like the indie kids and whatnot in like the '90s, and then uh, he supposedly committed suicide, but he committed suicide stabbing himself twice in the heart. <laughs> Seems kind of odd. Yeah, does that sound like a fucking suicide to you? It sounds like a fucking, a fucking so. murder. Yeah, straight up. But they said they said it was a suicide. So, yeah, those are my albums that I guess would influence me now. Uh, some honorable mentions are Notorious, Notorious B.I.G., Ready to Die. Fucking love that album. Uh, Joy Division, Closer. I already mentioned Redman. And then uh, Wu-Tang Clan, Enter the 36th Chamber. Yeah, there's a couple of good ones there. Yeah, that Wu-Tang one. Um, like, like it's, again, I won't say influential, but I'll say, like, it, that Wu-Tang album, that's definitely biographical, because um, I was just doing a lot of coke, smoking coke, and fucking out in the streets <laughs> drinking 40s when that album came out, so that was, like, you know, blunts and 40s and shit back in the day, street corners, hanging on the corner, getting in trouble, that was one of those albums, and now Nas Ilmatic is another one like that, when that Nas Ilmatic album came out, I was just, I would walk the streets with my Walkman, and just play that album non-stop. Meet up with my friends. I'd always be the one asshole with the Walkman with the headphones in all the time. And that fuck... I, Are you fucking paying attention, Mike? No. <laughs> I played the shit out of that Illmatic album, man. I played that album so much that I don't even want to listen to it anymore. Because <laughs> when I hear those songs, it still brings me back to those, to those days. And I feel like if I listen to that album too much, that'll go away, you know? Yeah, yeah. I got I got albums that are sentimental like that too to me. In fact, there's even a lot of music that like just kind of pushed me to mold me to who I am today. Like when I listened to Crust, which was a bit like you know like a heavier version of punk rock, and it it, it preached about you know women's rights, animal rights, equality, all that stuff. Like I I could I could listen to it nowadays, but like there's no need. It was there. It already pushed me to where I'm at. And, you know, some of those albums are just like, I remember when I was doing fucking Speed and, we, I, you know, we, we had that, I had that episode of, that I was on with you talking about that. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to go down that line. That's one of the reasons I don't listen to Subhumans anymore. I'll go see them live and be like, holy shit, I remember all these songs and shit. But, like, that was a big album when I was doing, when I was doing a mess that I, I was listening to, to that. And it kind of brings back those memories that yeah. I, I'm not too fond of trying to visit that's kind of why i'm at the where, where i'm at with all the music i'm listening to now is that there's no like negative thoughts about it. even like wu-tang actually wu-tang i got into way fucking late and when i listen to wu-tang now it reminds me of me and my cousin nando this fool's a little fucking wiener dude he's a little fucking spaz but one thing we really bonded about and the reason we hung out was music he fucking loved music and we used to we used to fucking uh, just uh, drink 40s and fuck, or like I'd be driving down the road and be like, hey, fool, you fucking drive for me. And I'd be drinking 40s and listening to Wu-Tang and we'd fucking sing the entire uh, uh, 36 Chamber album with yeah. each other. And just well, even to this day, I'll fucking I'll come in and I'll sing, you know, shame on a and he'll come in hot, dude. And fucking we have yeah. a good old time fucking quoting that shit. So that's that's definitely why I like my list is what if i was gonna go down the influential and like life things that you know it all start with fucking you know 
ABC Michael Jackson because that was the first record I ever owned when I was four. And then what got me into punk rock was Offspring Americana when I was like 10. And, you know, what got me heavy, what got me into punk rock for the first time and like really heavy, like, like fast punk rock was, you know, Golden Shower of Hits by the Circle Jerks. I bought that shit off some dude for five bucks, bro. Yeah, that's how that shit happens. I'm pretty sure... Dude, he was lifting CDs from his brother, dude, and fucking, I was buying the CDs off of him, bro. Oh, I remember <laughs> that story. Yeah, right. Yep. He's fucking, I, I, he's just giving me, hey, man, five dollars. Okay, here you go, bro. Five bucks. Five, and I, I had a fat sack of CDs, and then he couldn't sell me any more CDs, and I didn't know why. And I found out later on he was fucking, he was lifting them from his brother and <laughs> just trying to get some fucking money in his pocket. But yeah, man, like, I could go down that route, but, uh. I did write down influential albums of like all time. Yeah. Now for you or for you or like music, like the industry. I felt like musically industry. Now some of these albums I fucking despise, but I just named them because I thought that's what we were going down. But I made sure to write two two lists just in case. Like one of them, I know your homie's gonna hate. Fucking Mumford and Son. Oh, Yvonne. Yeah, he hates that band. Yeah, but realistically, the only reason I wrote that down is without that fucking song, I don't think this fucking hipster movement would have fucking happened and would have taken over the airwaves that currently where we're at now. What song? That fucking It's Not Your Fault But Mine. I really fucked it up this time, didn't I, my dear? Uh, I don't know this stuff. I might. Yeah, good. I probably heard it though, right? No, no, don't. It, you don't even need to try to remember it. It was just, yeah, it was trash. Oh, so you think but, they're uh, they're influential because of the hip? They they kind of kickstarted that hipster yeah, thing. Yeah, they they kickstarted. Yeah, because my other album on here is a Green Day Dookie, and realistically, that album started punk rock being on like heavily on the major airwaves. And if it wasn't for that album, you wouldn't have your Rancids, you wouldn't have your Offsprings, your Blink One Eighty Twos, your Bad Religions, your Pennywise, Lagwagon, No Effect. You wouldn't have any of that came to the light the way that Dookie fucking paved the way. Yeah, because even like in the nineties, I remember even when when all that shit came out, Bear Religion started um like opening for these bands. Yeah, and, and even the bands would come and be like, "Yo, we should be opening for them," but it was because of Green Day yeah. that they got the opportunity to come out and play with all these other bands. Yeah, I mean, and then of course you know, Out of Step by Minor Threat that started the fucking straight edge movement, man. Like. The, you know, enough said. Just like it, that fucking album is definitive, and that still to this day, there's a fucking huge straight edge movement. Now yeah. I'd say Judge fucking push it in a different direction to make fucking straight edge fucking like do or die. But you know, yeah. it, it, this album was all subjective on just like what it made certain scenes do. Did you so, see? Yeah, did so, you see that little documentary about Mike Judge? I did the one where when he finally came back and he did the uh, was it black and was it black and blue or was it? I only saw the first part. When, I didn't see the second part. So I saw the whole thing. Yeah, he came back. I, I you know what? I think he came back. Like at the end, it's basically him coming back and doing this is hardcore. It was, it was interesting. Yeah, because like anything like to hype about. It got it you. It gave you some insight on what he was writing about. When you thought it was one thing, but it was really something else, you know? Yeah, exactly. Or even then, like, yeah, like, the, like the New York crew wasn't intended, like, we're going to be a crew and fucking beat the shit out of people. But, you know, that's the message that people fucking got. Yeah. You know, 
I, I think other people also thought it was about uh, like basically you are who you are within within your life. And I think they even mentioned like some black dude getting beaten up and he was like, that's not what the fuck my music was supposed to be. Yeah, about. yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're playing yeah, black and blue man, again have, this year. Are they, you know what? I saw them when they did Rev Fest over here and it was fucking phenomenal, man. I actually yeah, bought a good. judge hat. They're fucking great, dude. Uh, the, uh, I, uh, I like to wear hats a lot. I wear them fucking. I like to wear hats. I like to wear hats. <laughs> a lot. I do, dude. I, <laughs> I like them a lot. <laughs> I have a shit ton of hats, dude. Like, it's not even funny. I got a fucking Pennywise hat, fucking Flash hat, Judge hat, fucking Angels, Ducks, fucking uh, Batman, fucking just a whole. Uh, two T- TMNT ones. Like, I have a shit ton of hats, dude. Like, it's my fucking thing. I don't, I don't wanna, know why I'm probably gonna I don't want to get off the subject. I just want to take a quick right turn here and then we'll get back to the the music thing. What's yeah. what's with this Teen Titans live action thing I keep seeing about? Like what is this? A movie? What is going on here? Not it looks the, uh, fucking TNT stupid. Got, <laughs> <laughs> TNT got the right to to make a Titans. It's not Teen Titans, it's Titans. Oh, so it's just, they got the right to make to make a live action TV show and it's gonna have gonna have I, I think they said it's gonna be Nightwing that's leading it but uh it's basically it's it's like you said it's it's the Teen Titans it's, you know Beast Boy uh Starfire which you know everybody's giving backlash on Starfire and people are trying to say it's race it, it's cause she's black isn't it it's not cause she's black Starfire's fucking orange this person is not orange. This person could have been fucking Korean. They're not orange. The actress in in the fucking show does not look orange. Starfire that is the fucking gripe. Starfire is orange in the in the comics. Yeah, dude, she's fucking. She's bright fucking orange, dude. Like she's clearly an alien. But people are fucking mad that 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 that's happening. Now there is also a Teen Titans Go movie that they're making as well. Um, I, I think it's gonna be fucking hilarious. Looking forward to that. My kids like Teen Titans Go, and that show is actually not that bad. Dude, I fucking I watched that shit even when I didn't have a fucking kid. <laughs> I love that shit. That shit's I fucking funny, bro. Fucking Dude, this shit's hilarious, bro. You got fucking like you got uh, like Robin doing something stupid, and you just see Batman and Commissioner Gordon look at him, and they just start laughing in his face. It's fucking awesome, dude. Robin blows up the fucking the Batmobile, fucking. Uh, uh, they get the meat sweats when they eat too much meat, dude. It's, yeah, it's like it's like fucking Ren and Stimpy, dude. That's what it's like. I definitely, I'm definitely not upset when the kids want to watch Teen Titans Go. <laughs> All right, so gay, yeah, go back to um, yeah. So the if the uh, Green Day was very influential too with the punk shit. Yeah, you still want me to go down the, down this list? You want to finish it? Yeah, throw out a couple more. I mean, you probably got Nevermind on there, right? I do have Nevermind, Nevermind for the grunge movement. Uh, I also have MC5 kick out the jams for the punk movement, realistically. Like, that was the first time, like, things were sped up and really, like, taken in a very punky direction. Um, bringing metal to the to the, to the the radio light. Um, I'm going to give it to Metallica Black Album. Right. Because that shit was just, it was just, at that time, like, there was nobody that could fuck with Metallica. I think they even went on like a straight either three year or five year tour with the Black Album, dude, which was, you know, unheard of for like even people like Ozzy and shit. 
So I got to give it to him. Uh, unfortunately, once again, uh, an album I don't want to name, but uh, Limp Biscuit, Significant Others, that kind of, that brought that new metal. Oh so, yeah, you know, right. A really big, you know, fucking. You got Deftones, fucking Mudvayne, Corn was, you know, the one that made Limp Biscuit famous. But definitely, Limp Biscuit was the new one. All that that new metal movement that fucking drove down. Um, uh, what else do I have? Uh, I'd say generally speaking for all artists, I'd say Led Zeppelin four. That's just fucking in a lot of people's rotation and they yeah. just respect that album. Uh, and then last, uh, for, I could be wrong. You might know better than me, Mike, but, uh, Venom, welcome to hell, bringing fucking black metal to, to the faces of people. That's a big one. That's, that's a huge one. That's, you know, that's kind of a big album in my life too, man. Cause I, I, that was like my favorite band when I was in elementary school. I love fucking Venom. I had Venom you patches. You were listening to Venom in elementary school? Shit. Yeah, but I had the, um, the patch and, uh, it was, uh, in, um, in League with Satan was my favorite song when I was a kid. <laughs> Fuck, I still love Venom. Some of that shit, that shit came out in like, what, 82? That shit's crazy. I think, no, 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 no. I think it was, I think it was 1980, dude. I think when I was doing my research. I it could be, be wrong. You might be right. It could be, but, man. Uh, but it's like, I, I listen to that shit now. It's like, wow, like two years earlier, it was like disco. <laughs> that fucking Venom comes out talking about uh, uh, doing angel dust and getting hookers and fucking hailing Satan and shit. It's fucking Yo, bananas, dude. You you're a music guy, right? Um do they got like <laughs> no, what's a good I'm joking. What's uh, <laughs> what's a good 19, um what? December first, nineteen eighty one was so yeah, you're right. Eighty two well, eighty two, you know, just a month after that. But yeah, nineteen eighty one technically. Alright, so yeah, when I'm getting ready for work and shit, I like to put music on, but I don't have like a CD player or a record player. I don't have anything to play, so I just put on my Apple TV, I put Pandora on. Pandora fucking sucks. What can I oh, use? That, yeah, it does. What's good? Like, is there something on Apple TV that's good? A music thing? Mm, I really don't like Apple in general when it comes to the music stuff. Even then, like, I barely use the... Uh, I use... And you're going to make fun of me because you have fucking have every single time I say it. Uh, I use Napster, which was originally Rhapsody. I never made fun of you for that. Fuck, yeah, man. I did? You, you're right. <laughs> Why? What? My, maybe... Maybe maybe it was Joe Sib that made fun of me. No, it wasn't me because like, I can't fucking... <laughs> I can't think of what I would what what's the joke. You're right. Maybe it was Joe Sib because that motherfucker was like, my dad uses fucking uses Rhapsody. Nobody uses that shit. I was like, oh fuck. So oh, what yeah, if it, you use a but, fucking iPod? You couldn't make fun of me at all. But what if, I forgot. <laughs> what does it matter if no one uses it or not? If it works for you, it works for you. Yeah. Well, he's just he was just he's a comedian, so he was just fucking. Uh, just busted my balls a little bit, but um, I man, uh, what's the music app? Just give me a music app. That's good, and they'll probably have it on here. I mean, you could just do the free Spotify. They do they do a radio thing. I don't like that radio bullshit though. If I'm gonna listen to someone, I just listen to their Spotify. fucking discography or like when I get ready, I have a I have a Amazon. I have the 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 fucking uh, the Amazon Echo. And like, just fucking, I'll, I'll be walking around the house and I'll be like, uh, you know, uh, hey Alexa, play uh, DNA by Kendrick Lamar. And I'll fucking play it, or I'll be like, hey, you know, play uh, play the album uh, Harvest by Neil Young, or play fucking uh, 
AF, uh, play the album Black Sails in the Sunset by AFI and she just pops it up and plays it. So that, I, dude, honestly, I don't, I don't do that, that radio bullshit. Because if I want to listen to someone, I'm going to fucking listen to them. It's the same shit when Pandora first came out when I was in college. If, if I want to listen to Iron Maiden, I want to listen to fucking Iron Maiden. I don't want to listen to any of this other British fucking heavy metal shit. Well, you didn't want to listen to Man of War? <laughs> or fucking, yeah, or, uh, uh, no, I think Halloween. Was, is Halloween? Halloween technically? Yeah, isn't that technically like an Iron Maiden type of band? Yeah, all those bands like that are like that. Yeah, no, I didn't want to listen to that. I want to listen to Maiden. I want to hear fucking Fear of the Dark or fucking Aces, uh, Aces High and shit. No, and I had to skip. You could only skip so many times till it said "fuck you." You're not allowed to skip anymore. I so, wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. mind it if it didn't play the same shit every day. Did I? Fuck? Yeah, dude. I yeah. Just listen. Just, just listen to an album. Fuck it, dude. I don't have albums. <laughs> How am I gonna Man, listen to an Mike, album? Ten dollars a month. Apple, uh, iTunes Unlimited. There you go, buddy. And how am I going to Every- listen to that? I need speakers. Don't you, you man? You have your you have your AirPods. The what? Don't you have the headphones? The fucking uh, oh yeah. I AirPods? only I only listen to music when I'm I'm talking about like when I get ready for work. The 15 minutes that I'm getting dressed or whatever. I just put the shit on real quick. You know, while I'm getting dressed. I'm not going to put headphones in and shit. So you guys, we're gonna start a GoFundMe for Mike, and we're gonna buy him an Amazon Echo so he can listen to fucking music. And his <laughs> man, just just put that man. I fucking I just I wear the AirPods around the house sometimes, man. What I started I'll doing, fucking, I, I started just mirroring my iPod to my TV. That's just what I started doing. Well, no, well you could. You, I can't you do? Don't you have a? Just yeah, I mean the the yeah. iPod has iTunes in it, so you can mirror that and put that the yeah, same thing onto your TV. That's what I've been doing. I do that once in a while. I just mirror the iPod to the TV, and it plays yeah. my my uh, library. There you go, dude. Fucking ten dollars a month, unlimited iTunes. No, no mirrored onto your TV. No, I'm, I've used my iPod library, like my seven thousand songs that I have already. Yeah, but man, fuck a radio app. Then you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. All right, you, so you we don't need a radio app. All right, so we're good with the with the influential shit, right? No Black Sabbath in there. Mm, I mean, what did Black Sabbath influence? Punk or, uh, or metal? Or metal? I would say metal. Like I can't tell so? I can't tell you a specific album because I don't know them like that. But I would say Black Sabbath was like influential influential to all those metal bands. Mm, yeah, I mean, it'd be Paranoid. Paranoid's a big one that's got fucking. Sweet Leaf on it, and fucking, you know, obviously Paranoid, War Pigs, fucking the Iron Man, all that shit, but... Yeah. I mean, did that... Did, I'd say that, uh... I don't know. I don't know where it drove after that. I feel like that's more punk. Yeah, it could be, I don't where, know. Because Homeboy got his fucking fingers cut off, and he invented the power cord after that. Yeah, someone that just fucking, told me that. Who the fuck just told me that? I just heard that story, too. Yeah, whatever the fuck that guy's name is, Tony, whatever. Iomi. He, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, uh, I believe he was working the steel mill or some sort of mill. And it was his last day before they fucking went on tour. And he got his, I think he got his pinky cut off or something. Or maybe it was his, uh, ring finger. But it got cut off and it was the, it was the hand that's supposed to hold the, the guitar, the, the frets. 
So he, instead of holding a full chord, he did a he did a power chord, which is basically just two string, two or three strings instead of the all six strings held at once. So I mean, I can maybe throw that down punk, but I, I don't I don't know about metal. I'm sure other people would argue it. Sure, maybe a band like Slayer wasn't was really influenced by them. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I, I'd say Slayer really influenced. Them. I mean. There isn't a fucking metalhead I don't know that doesn't love Slayer. Not fucking one. Yeah, there's non-metalheads that love Slayer too. Fuck yeah. I mean, there's a there's even hardcore bands that fucking cover Rain Blood all the fucking time. Yeah. All the fucking time. But that's just good, man. That I mean, and even Slayer is influenced by fucking Minor Threat. If you want to go back to that, because don't they have that album where they do all the punk covers and Minor Threat's one of them? Yeah, and they do like four Minor Threat songs on the album. Yeah, they did. I think they did Seen Red, Filter, uh, Filter, what the fuck am I saying? Filler, um, and then two other ones. I forgot what the other ones are. They did Filler, I Don't Want to Hear It, um, Guilty yeah. of Being White, and um, they, I didn't think, they don't. They didn't do Seen Red. You sure? Yeah, yeah. They definitely did um, Filler, Guilty of Being White, I Don't Want to Hear It, Shit. I'm gonna have to look that shit up now. I know I like red, seeing red. red. That was a good album. Red. Oh fuck! Oh wait, the 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 Slayer one. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah, it was dude. They fucking they even covered uh they covered fucking TSOL on that dude, and they do a bitching cover of TSOL dude. Superficial love on there. Yep. Is fucking tight dude like that I, I never saw TSOL as like kind of making it into like that thrashy sound but yeah they fucking they do a mean fucking cover of it yeah it's such they a good album right now good shit hell yeah Yeah, they killed that shit. Dude, uh, who the fuck sings Free Money? Who is that? Um, I think it might be... Uh, see, what I did was I went and found all the original songs and got all the original songs. I think it's a band called, like, D.I. or some shit. No, no, no. D.I. does uh, D.I. does Richards Hung Himself. Oh, uh, so it's um, Verbal Abuse, maybe? No, uh, verbal abuse is uh, leeches. That's the second one. Free money. It's not SOD. Who the fuck is it? It's not Spaz. Who, man, who the fuck is it? I can't remember. Maybe you're right. Mm, I don't know. Uh, what else do they have on here? Yeah, guilty of being white filler. I don't want to hear it. Um, uh, I don't know any of the other ones. Violent pacification. There's DRI. Uh, I. Oh, is that DRI? Yes, yeah, DRI. It, well, who sings Mr. Freeze then? That's their own song. They got a couple of their own is songs it? on there, yeah. So Spiritual Law and Mr. Freeze are their own shit? No, Spiritual Law is not. I don't who's know. Who's, I don't know. What Spiritual Law? Uh, I have see. no idea. Does it say on here? It does not say. A song written by... Oh, shit! Spiritual Law, I believe, is also DI because uh, that has uh, Rick Agnew and fucking Casey Royer as uh, 
songwriter. So yeah, that means yeah. they covered two fucking DI songs. Man, Richard hung himself as a great fuck. You know what? You know what album I think you'd like a lot? Check out the album What Good Is Grief to a God by DI. That's where they did this really weird, like they were trying to do crossover, but it didn't work out. But it but came out good. Just made like, yeah, but it came out good. It, it's it's this like, it's this metal sounding punk album. Like the guitar just sounds really fucking over distorted, dude, and very like and like it just it's it came out great, but the singer can't sing thrash or anything, or like can't scream either. Like it's very Orange County punk rock vocal. So it's just man, it's a fucking great album that a lot of people like definitely overlook and i actually think you'd thoroughly fucking enjoy it and keep uh, keep it on your rotation dude did you um, great fucking album did you hear that new blood clot album no do you know what that is not not a fucking clue that's pretty good it's like uh it's the singer from the chromags he had a band called blood clot and they hadn't made an album in a long time and they just came out with a new one it's fucking pretty good it's like fast, kind of old school, kind of bad brainsy type shit. Oh, speaking of that, dude, thanks for fucking reminding me. Have you heard fucking Fireburn yet, bro? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Dude, that the fucking homie that my homie's the drummer of that band. Yeah, they're good, man. Dude, that's the fucking that's the I think technically that's the third singer. Of Bad Brains, but he's recognized as a second singer because he he did two albums with them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he uh, he's he, it was it was it was interesting to hear him like still try to do that like bad brainy singing. Yeah, I think it's like Joseph. I forgot his name is like Joseph something I raw or something like that. But man, dude, they're fucking they're dope. They came out with two EPs already. In fact, my homie was the one that was saying, like, hey, I got I got a project. I got this secret project. Um, and we were just kind of waiting for it because he's in a hardcore band called Deadbeat that's from uh, that's from Los Angeles. They're mm-hmm. fucking great, great hardcore band. But um, this guy's just kind of known around the scene over here. I don't know how he got tapped. I know he knows the other people in the bands, and the other guys are, are it, uh, were in really big hardcore bands that were in Los Angeles. Biazzi fucking, they came out of nowhere and just fucking, that they just did a tour. I think they're still doing a tour with uh, Kill Your Idols right now. Yeah, I see the flies everywhere. Dude, if you have a chance to fucking see them, Mike, I think you should head to that show, man. Yeah, I think they played on last Friday or some shit. <sighs> yeah, if I work Friday nights, it's rough. Hey, man, I, I work Friday nights too. I fucking, I... I look forward to gigs on Sundays because I'm like, I could do it and the baby will be asleep and no one will miss me because I fucking stay up till 2 in the morning anyways. So I'm going to go to that gig. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Alright, so so we're good with the music, right? Fuck yeah. Now let's, let's do, how do you, you like the Sopranos, bro? <laughs> oh my god. That fucking pilot episode was rough for me because I tried to start the series twice. Yeah. And in fact, I, when I started texting you about it, you said, and I think you said it too. You're like, there's something weird about that pilot episode. Like, yeah, I kind of felt, it kind of felt a little, just like the pacing was, it didn't find its pacing in the first episode. Yeah. There you, were yeah, things that. It, it, the pilot episodes back then weren't shows yet. Like nowadays, it's almost like they make pilots and they know 
if they if they, they get have picked, a complete series ready to yeah go exactly yeah. yep yeah so that that pilot episode gave me it was in a little funk but then after that uh even the second episode didn't feel like it like it's got its footing yet because even then they did like 10 minutes of fucking uh, of the actual show then they went into the uh the the title right. the intro then they continued it on but uh man dude i fucking i love it i yeah. fucking love it i i was like I, i'm like i don't understand why the fuck mike likes this <laughs> like this does, this does not like this is not good acting or anything right now like yeah. this feels very generic and just things don't feel right and then halfway into the second episode i'm like i'm fucking i'm invested yeah Starting it gets the good episode i'm like fuck yeah dude let, let's do this it's, is this chick gonna fuck that priest or not what it's, the hell is happening it's <laughs> kind of a comedy too there's a lot of funny shit oh hell yeah there is it's like a dark hell comedy yeah yeah yeah, yeah t- especially with tony i'm not fucking lying to you <laughs> think i'd be lying to you if i said this there's only two people you can be fake and real which one do you think i am it's like well we we we, we know we know now yeah it's great I, I love it i love it. I, and uh, and of course like the little speed moment i thought that i i thought that meth was going to take a, a bigger uh play throughout the entire series and of course because you know fucking my past i'm like no don't give it to don't give it to soprano's daughter you dumb fuck you're gonna oh, that's die right that's and right she, yeah, and she was about to fucking tell him too, and homeboy would have been whacked, man. What? Uh, how f- that is what I. You watched those season? <coughs> no, 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 no. Right now, I think I'm at either. I'm at either. I think I just finished. I just finished episode five, which is called College. And that's oh, where... that was the first one I've ever seen. Oh, was it? Was that the one you were talking about last week on the show? That was the first episode I saw, and that's the one that got me into it. Yep. Hell yeah! Well, fucking would have got me into it too. Fucking Tony chokes out that mother. I thought he was gonna let him go, bro. Yeah. I thought he was gonna let him go. I was like, all right, dude. Like he makes a good point. Like he's like, look, dude. Like you could leave. I got my little slice of paradise here. Like there's no reason for me to tread into your waters. And I respected you by not killing you. And I could see you're with your family. This is coincidence. And Tony's like, yeah, it fucking is. I'm here to fucking murder you. Yep. Just fucking pulls that fucking cord way up in the air and arches that motherfucker to die i was like oh this wolf's dead that's it yeah like done fucking done that's the one thing i learned about that's one thing i learned about tony soprano was like he's he's like a great character he's funny he's 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 like tough he's business he's got his family he's probably the biggest scumbag in tv history and you won't even really notice it at first you might even really not notice in your first viewing how how much of a like just a he's just a piece of oh, shit no, he, scumbag. No, he, oh fuck yeah, he is. Fuck yeah, he's fucking all these side chicks. He literally dreams of the mob life because he buys a, I believe he buys JFK's hat because he mentions that on the boat. The first time you see him fucking that other chick, he goes, "Don't touch the fucking hat." <laughs> like I, I, I like that's Jackie's hat. I fucking bought that at an auction. So like he really does, and I even gets mad when people are talking shit about the mob on fucking TV. Yeah, and even when he fucking screws over his uncle, and he's like, "Look, I, I want to make you a made man," and you know the uncle accepts it and everything. And when Tony hugs him, he goes like, "I want these two fucking districts." How great was that? This yeah, is, yeah, dude. He like even with with giving this other motherfucker power, you really realize Tony 
really has all the fucking power. Yeah, and it's all about money. Just it's all about him getting his money. Yeah. And at the same time, <laughs> I, he's I like using that. the therapist. That's the only reason why he but stayed man. with her. See, I I don't know that yet. I haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, that's how she but. gave him the advice to go do that power move on Junior. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I don't. Yes, you are. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what she said, but you know something about give them the illusion that they're in control, and, and he he applied yeah. that to his mob life instead of his real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 you're, you are right. There, there is, there is like, like funny shit. Like when uh, I forgot uh, who's the guy that kind of looks like uh, like he's giving the Italian face all the time. The, the oh, Silvio smirk. Silvio. Yeah, when he's like, what about this? Uh, what about this Italian suit? I got to put this one back. <laughs> oh yeah, Tony's yeah, with like, the suits. Yeah, Tony's like, yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, you can leave those two racks over there. Take every, <laughs> take everything else. And you see, uh, fuck, uh, that heavy set motherfucker just like plow into the fucking suit. Yeah, quick static. That's a. Is that dude a comedian? I thought that guy was the, um, the big was guy. The guy that, yeah, isn't he always on a Joe Rogan show? No, he looks that, like him. He, they look, dude. they look really similar. You know who I'm talking about then, right? Yeah, on the show, it's Big Pussy, and on Joe Rogan's show, it's Joey Diaz. They looked really almost the same. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so it's not me then. They fucking look the same. All right, yeah. just making sure. Yep. And then even uh, even before uh, Tony's friend dies, dude, he fucking, uh, that nurse that comes in, and she's like, let me check all this stuff, and he's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. And her tits pop out, yeah. and he starts cracking. And then the real nurse comes in, and Tony's like, nah, nah, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, even in my head, I was like, that's a fucking, that's a friend right there, dude. Like, knowing that his, his good friend's on his fucking deathbed, and he's like, oh, I'm going to get you some pussy, bro. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm you. I'm due I for another you. viewing of that whole fucking show again. Definitely. Yeah, dude, I, I'll, I'll check it. You know what? I just finished, I just finished The Office, and I was going to take on uh, Ash versus The Evil Dead, but can't really get into that show dude which, so that's when i heard you huh? which office the british or the american american okay that's coming back i want to watch the british one is it yeah no they're bringing back the office yeah Why? look it up nigga nah i'm telling you they're bringing that shit back look look i fucking waited this long to watch the entire season i'll wait even longer to watch the next one all right yeah but uh but uh, yeah, I heard you talking about the Sopranos. I was like, you know what? If Mike's taking it on, and he says he's watched it, what you said you did three viewings of it, right? I did three all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. So and and I know the ending too, which everybody fucking got mad about, and I already heard the explanation for it. So I'm good on the ending. I'm sh- I'm not gonna be surprised, but I I'm sure. The journey's nice great treat. though. You know, the yeah, journey's yeah. great. I mean, look, it, it can't be worse than fucking the ending of Dexter. Oh, I heard that was bad. I heard that's like one of the worst ever. Yeah, that was that was real fucking bad. So, there's, yeah, dude, I could be worse. What about Ash vs. Evil Dead? Can't get into it? Can't get into it, dude. Are you watching that? No, I watched the first episode. I, I, it's, I don't know. I, when I was a kid, Evil Dead, when Evil Dead came out when I was a kid, that movie was... Like a horror movie, it was like underground. Yeah. It was underground. It was one? a horror yeah. movie. It was like scary. Then Evil Dead t- Two came out. It was like the fucking Three Stooges. And then Army of Darkness is just bullshit. 
So like I lost love for that franchise after after when part two came out. So I did give See, it a I shot. I gotta disagree with you. I gotta. I, disagree I gave Ash vs. Evil Dead a shot, but it's just too goofy. I, don't, I can't get into it. See, that's why I can't get into Ash vs. Evil Dead. It's like and like that guy. You know that's the that 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 Mexican guy in uh, in Ash vs. Evil Dead. Do you did you ever see the movie uh, Meet the Fockers? Mm, nah, that's the second one, right? No, I don't. I don't think I did. Yeah, that's the second one. That that kid is supposedly Ben Stiller's son in the movie, and you find out like it's not his son. It's like this fucking like one tenth of a chance that he was someone else's son. But um, but uh, I can't fucking take him seriously because I see him as fucking Ben Stiller's son oh. in Meet the Fockers, and then even that chick dude that. It's just, for me, it's like, it is, I don't know. I couldn't enjoy it. I kept trying. I kept watching. I kept watching. Just felt like the story is going to go nowhere. I it just, I don't even want to talk about it. I, I'm not caring for it much. But uh, I have to disagree with you with, with, with Evil Dead 2, man. Because Evil Dead 2, I felt, was the perfect mix of horror and comedy at the same fucking time. And just Ash versus, I mean, uh, Army of Darkness was just straight comedy. There's yeah, maybe yeah. like one somewhat scary part when he gets thrown in the pit and he has to kill the witch in the pit. I mean, and that's just because yeah. she like, I think she either comes out of the water or bursts out of the wall, some bullshit. And that was like one quick little jump scare. But other than that, that shit was a comedy. But dude, oh, come on, man, fucking. You really don't like Evil Dead 2? That's my favorite. Out no, because it, it, like I said, it went from... Oh, like looking back now, Evil Dead Two is funny, but when it first came out, it was a straight up horror flick. And then Evil Dead Two comes out with Three Stooges shit. It's like, yeah, it's it, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> Evil Dead Two stinks. Oh, how dare you? It's a fucking. It's it's just a straight up comedy, bro. I don't know. I guess it. No, it, 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 it dude, this moment, dude, he does Three Stooges shit for real, like. Trying to Dude, poke the eye out and he blocks it. <laughs> you know, it's... That's the, that's the funny part of it. But come on, man. Evil Dead, come on, bro. I heard about getting wood, but this is ridiculous. Come the fuck on. You want to know the perfect mix of comedy and horror is Creepshow. That's your fucking horror comedy. Perfect horror comedy right there is Creepshow. What about Cabin in the Woods? No, it's too far. It goes. I like Cabin in the Woods, but it goes too far. It's one way. Like you're talking about a perfect mix, right? Creep show is a perfect mix. Yeah. It has the it satisfies your horror, and it satisfies that sixth sense of humor that you have at the same time without compromising each, without going too far either way, you know. For me, and same All thing, right. American Way for London, same thing. It's got that perfect fucking mix. Doesn't go too far either way. It could go a little too goofy with the zombie guy and he's calling him meatloaf and shit, but it doesn't. Evil Dead hey, Two. Did you watch too much? Did you watch uh, Trick or Treat? Uh, the one with the uh, pumpkin head guy. There's two Trick or Treats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Sam. Yeah, yeah, uh, I saw that. Little. What'd you think of that? I thought it was good. Um, I thought it was good more for the fact that it feels Halloweeny, and less for the fact that it's a good movie. Like I think it's a good Halloween movie. It has a Halloween feel. The stories are kind of cool. But it's not no fucking benchmark movie or nothing. Really, dude? Because that's like one of my favorite movies, bro. I fucking I love that movie. Yeah, it's good. It's good, but it's not. I don't know. So what? So what's a benchmark horror movie for you? Because you're fucking 
you're balls deep in that fucking in that world, bro. Like, I, what do you guys? What's that directing? Fucking Fugazi. What the Fugazi? Fugazi. <laughs> it's a Fugazi, Donnie. Donnie. It's a Fugazi. Uh, uh, Lucio Fulci. But yeah, Lucci Fucci. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> a couple of the movies I just mentioned: American Werewolf in London, fucking uh, Creep Show, The Thing, Halloween, of course. This is just great flicks, man. The Beyond, if you Hall- want to talk about Fulci. Is Halloween really benchmark? You wouldn't give it to Friday the 13th? Well, no, Friday the 13th is... I love... You know I love Friday the 13th. But those yeah. movies are, uh, are just biting off all the movies. There's, all right. There's a movie right, called... because yeah, so, Halloween's kind of like the pioneer. Um, there's a movie called The Bay of Blood that came out in like the 60s, like the late 60s. And you can take kills from Friday Thirteen Part Two, and match them f- with that movie like almost identically. But I still like Part Friday Thirteen Part Two. I want to watch. I want to watch that. Now. Yo, Bay of Blood is, is a good flick. I'm actually just because Friday the Thirteenth passed, I'm gonna do a, a marathon, and, and and I'm gonna make sure. Sh- uh, and uh, after that, I think when Halloween comes, I'll go ahead and I'll watch uh, only season of The Witch. Why? Because you know it. Why? Because you know I hate it so much. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah! I'm gonna I'm gonna screenshot it like a motherfucker and just tag you the entire fucking movie on on Instagram and be like, Mike, you remember this part? You remember this part? That movie's so bad, though. Why? It's so. Why do people like that horrible movie? Would you be okay with it if it wasn't in the Halloween universe? If it was just called Season of the Witch? Yeah, I've had this conversation many times. Call it anything you want. It's a bad movie. There's laser beams coming out of people's eyes and shit, bro. What the fuck? There's fucking insects coming out of fucking masks for no reason. That was awesome, though, dude. That was awesome. You didn't like that? That was fucking brutal. I just recently watched it because I wanted to show my kids that scene. Because I was like, oh, look, there's these masks. And then I watched it, and it's not as brutal as I remember. It really is like three seconds worth of nothing. Oh, it's awesome. The music is creepy. The, the music is creepy in that movie with the, <laughs> the, the, the silver shamrock <laughs> shit. But other than that, oh, what a fucking Tune bitch. in tonight. It's so fucking awesome. The best case for Halloween uh, 3 was made by Paulie Nugent on my show when he said it's it's more of an allegory for, like, capitalism. Or I forgot, uh, or something like that. I don't remember. <laughs> Well, it's kind of like the whole thing with uh, with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street too, with the whole like gay Indo uh, Indos and that shit. Well, that movie's just straight up gay. That's just a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fucking gym teacher whipping the fucking guy, whipping the student. It's literally about your your inner demon trying to break out of you. <laughs> yeah, and it's fucking. I think there's a. I haven't seen that movie in a while, but I think there's a scene where he wants to. The, the, he wants to sleep with the guy instead of the girl or some shit. Yeah, there is, dude. Yeah, there is. It's fucking. It's hilarious, man. Fuck. Uh, it's like a, you know, uh, uh, it's you know how like Star Trek, like you, the, the Star Trek, the movies. I think you only talk about like the the even ones, and you don't talk about the odd ones. I think it's like that with uh, with Freddy, dude. You only talk about the the odd ones and not any of the even Freddies because those are the ones that suck. Well, I only like the first one anyway. You didn't like uh, New Nightmare? I didn't like any. I don't like... uh, For me, it's Nightmare on Elm Street, and all the rest you can just get rid of. Maybe. No. Wait, maybe. Maybe 
maybe part three makes it. Maybe. Which one is that? Dream Warrior? Yeah. What, but, but New Nightmare acknowledges that the rest of them were just movies and it brings fucking Freddy to like to life in the real world. You didn't like that shit? Nah, I didn't like it. Fine. You know me, bro. You, you know there? you know how I work. You can tell me like you can give me ten reasons why a movie is good, but if I watch it and it doesn't yeah, enter- and it doesn't entertain me, I do I don't like it. <laughs> That's it. You, you gotta entertain me. Like there was so much I'll fucking I'll show you what stinks. One of my fucking farts. That's what stinks. Yeah, I gotta I gotta take a shit, so let me get out of here. Um <laughs> I'm gonna fucking end the show. I'm gonna pick the song this this time. Cause uh you always pick the song. You get mad whenever I want to pick the song. I never pick the song ever, actually. <laughs> Lies. How about joking. we'll do Go a ahead. double? You open one, we'll open with one, and we'll close with one. How about we open with I Fireburn? Do. How about that? Hell yeah, let's open with Fireburn. I'm gonna close it out with Blood Clot too, which is kind Fuck of yeah. it's kind of the same genre, same kind of shit, but it's 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 good in their own rights. Hey, uh, yo, thanks, man. Thanks for uh, doing the show. I always appreciate it. I, I can, like I said, yo, I could talk to you for hours. How we do? Whatever's clever, dude. Whenever you want it, man. I oh, think yeah, we're yeah. at an hour and thirty, to be honest. And we didn't even touch on video games or nothing. Uh, don't worry. I'm just playing Fortnite and uh, Friday the Thirteenth, and that's it. Right, cool. So you want to plug any of your shit? <laughs> um, dude, you can find everything at Rathouse.net. R a t t h a u s dot net. Just go there. That's it, dude. I'm good to go. All right, man. Uh, yo, have a good one, man. Um. Uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. Yeah, dude. Hit me up whenever. We'll do it again. Sounds good, man. Later. Peace.